0: Welcome to Behind the Headlines, the weekly SylacaugaNews.com podcast where we take you behind the stories we tell and report here at SylacaugaNews.com. I'm your host, Michael Brandon. Thank you so much for joining us on today's episode. Whether you are watching online or listening to us on the radio or via your favorite podcast platform. We really appreciate you joining us today. On today's episode, we have two very special guests joining us today. Jim Armstrong, the outgoing director of the Sylacauga Parks and Recreation Department and incoming one as well, Steve Masters. We're gonna talk with both of them, talk about their time together, that transition and the future of Parks and Rec coming up in just a few moments on Behind the Headlines. Stay with us.
1: Ever feel like you're missing from your own life just because you always have to run off to the bathroom? Those days are over. Be the star of your own life again with BTL Mcella. To learn more about Mcella treatments and how they can help you, visit ChildersburgClinic.com.
2: People tell our tellers, lenders and representatives, they see us at events happening in your community all the time. There's a reason for that. With more than 450 volunteer hours every year, our team is dedicated to knowing you and what matters most. Heritage South Credit Union is your community credit union. Find out why more and more people are becoming members at myhscu.com. Heritage South Credit Union, federally insured by NCUA, an equal housing lender.
0: back into behind the headlines, the weekly Silicon podcast where we go behind the stories we tell and report here at Silicon I'm your host, Michael Brannan. On today's show, we have Jim Armstrong and Steve Masters, both of which have overlapping titles at the moment. One is an outgoing executive director. One is an incoming executive director of the Silicaga Parks and Recreation Department. Gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us today. Really appreciate it. Thank you for having us. Absolutely. Jim, let's start with you on your tenure and time as the Silicaga Parks and Rec Executive Director. Uh, you've been serving in that role for a number of years. How, how long have you been involved with Parks and Recreation?
2: Almost 20 years. But so, I, was involved, I was on the board of directors since the 90s, so I've had a lot of involvement yeah, well, with Parks and Rec for a lot of years.
0: What would you say is your legacy that you would like to leave behind that, that you feel like you've had one of the biggest impacts on?
2: Well, I think we're in a lot better space sh- shape just financially and everything you know because that's kind of where my forte is is numbers so we've come a long way in that aspect so I mean you know and we've grown in a lot of different areas so that's that's good.
0: One of you, if I don't know if one of you want to start this or, or finish it, uh, if you want to finish each other's sentences, if you will, uh, which I know you pro- probably can do because you've been working together for so long. What is the mission and goal of Parks and Rec? We need.
2: We are here to provide recreational opportunities for not just children, but every age group in the city of Sylacauga, whether it be, you know, Children, older adults, middle-aged people, we're trying to find a niche for everybody so that, you know, because when somebody comes to look at Silicaga, quality of life, which is what to me recreation is, is a quality of life. That's a big thing everybody wants to look at. So we need to, we strive on a daily basis to provide a good quality of life for the people that come to our city.
1: Steve, you want to? I think Jim nailed it. It's quality of life. You know, we start – our first programs are for kids ages three to four, you know, with baseball and soccer and other sports and athletic opportunities. But um, we also have our nutrition program in our senior center that, you know, I don't know what our oldest senior is, but well up in the 90s, I'm sure.
2: We've got some that, because of COVID, were bumping 99 years old. Wow.
1: And, you know, it's not only our programs, but your parks and, you know, green spaces and stuff like that for, you know, just quality of life for people to have a place to get out and enjoy outside. And, you know, we're responsible for all those areas as well. So our, our focus is programming and facilities for the quality of life for our citizens.
0: Steve, you've been involved with the Parks and Rec Department for how long?
1: I was, I've been the athletic director now for 12 years, and like Jim, I was also a board member for six years before I started working at the rec.
0: So what is your outlook on the future in terms of what you look forward to do in your role now coming in as executive director?
1: Really is to uh, try to keep Jim's legacy going. I mean, Jim has done a great job. Like he said, you know, we had huge budget cuts early in Jim's, you know, part of being the director here. And that's something that is kind of that he was really, really good at leveling and getting everything equaled out. So, you know, we can start moving forward. And since then, you know, we've brought in new programs, had new responsibilities added to us and everything. And, you know, just want to keep that momentum going forward. You know, in athletics, when I started here, pretty much we were over, or me personally, I was over baseball, soccer, and football. And since then, you know, we've added many more sports. You know, we're now offering baseball down to three years old. They've put Babe Ruth under us as well. So we do, if you play baseball in our area, we've got you from ages 3 to 16 now. So that's pretty cool. We've added flag football. um, We've added girls volleyball and other sports. And I just want to take that momentum and that idea on adding new programs and seeing what other parks and recs are doing and what people want in our area. And moving that now into parks and programming and other departments. Um, Me and my wife are really big into going to functions and outdoor activities and stuff like that. And, you know, movies in the park and summer concert series in the park and stuff that you and I have actually talked about briefly. You know, that's where I want to take this going forward is not only maintaining our parks to a, a great level, but also doing programming and stuff in our parks for our citizens.
0: Have either of you, and I'm probably going to be laughed at this, whether it be by our listeners or or viewers who are watching this, uh, or even by our internal staff when they hear me ask this question, but have either of you seen the show Parks and Recreation?
1: You know, I have never <laughs> seen it. What? And are actually, you kidding I think me? We Somebody asked me this <laughs> lately, and I was like, you know, I guess with all the streaming devices we have now i could go back and binge watch this thing (laughs) but i have never seen that show
0: uh do yourself a favor it's hilarious have you seen it It, i have
2: and you know but i mean what you see on tv and what sure it really is it's just
0: well and that's where i was going with that is you know it's a sensationalized world of course on television but I'm a, I'm a big fan of, uh, of, of Parks and Rec, the, the TV show, and I'm sure you can, like you said, watch it on, uh, on any streaming platform or, or it's available. Um, it's an absolutely hilarious show, but I can't help but make some similarities and some comparisons because the show revolves around one woman, Leslie Nope, and she is the Parks and Recreation director, and she is leading this group of people who come from all different types of backgrounds, uh, very diverse, and she's trying to make headway. And that is her most important thing, is Parks and Rec. And it, sometimes it's a struggle, and she's working with you know uh, unhappy people in the community that might, might not like the way that things are done, or maybe help, helping to lobby city council. And so I look at those things, but in a broad stroke, a uh, paint stroke, I look at it and I say, okay, well, there are some similarities there with the way that Parks and Rec work in a small town. What are some of the challenges and what are some of the successes that you have experienced in both of your times working with Parks and Rec?
2: You know, it's 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 a struggle sometimes because you have to do what you feel like is best for the greater good. I mean, you know, when we look at this, we can't say, okay, it's going to really help this group right here. We're not servicing just one group. We're servicing the population as a whole, so what's going to be, and you're going to make some, it used to bother me that I made somebody mad, but if I know in my heart that I'm doing it for the greater good, then we do that. I mean, you know, there's been a lot of controversial things lately that a lot of people don't agree with, but, you know, knowing the information that I have, I have, we have to look at it from the big picture, so... You know, it's it's frustrating sometimes, and I've, there's been a lot of nights that I didn't sleep because, you know, you want to do what's what's best and what's best for the citizens, but what's also fiscally responsible. You know what you can afford and what you can't afford.
0: Sure. You know. When it comes to the, the finance side of Parks and Rec, do you solely rely on city dollars or do you rely on anything from the state or private uh, public how, how does that work? Where does that come from?
2: We get a we're so different from any other we were talking about that this morning. We're so different from any other park and recreation in the state of Alabama. We get an appropriation from the city of silicoco and we have to make that work every month. Now we get a little bit from programs that are contract programs. We get a little bit of, off of that or we from renting rooms or whatever a park or something like that. It's not a lot of money. But it's enough. You just have to become a really good bean counter, I guess. Yeah,
0: a really good steward of that money. Right. So, Jim, what would you say has been your biggest accomplishment over the last twenty years in your position?
2: You know, we've done we've done a lot of good things. We've, you know, right off the bat we redid the parks, which we're me and Steve were going over that before we came up here, looking at doing some a little bit of upgrading to that. We built this, we had the senior center was built. I mean, when we started, when I first got here, the senior building was one room out in on Highway 280 where uh, TJ Maxx is now. The city shop was out there, and the seniors met out there. Wow. I mean, you know, we had one little room, you know, and it was one little club. And now we've gone, we've got the, a travel club that, Before COVID, they did they did trips. They've gone all over the United States. Wow! And uh, we built that. That was a to me that was something that we needed because that helped another group with their quality of life.
0: That's great. That that's fantastic. I know one of the most notable things recently uh, in terms of a big accomplishment was a veterans memorial. Yes, uh, at Pinecrest Park. Talk about that a little bit.
2: When that first started, Sam Wright says, I want you to come to this meeting. Well, we met and we met and we met and we met. And finally, one day, Sam called me on the phone and says, Jimbo, I want you to take this project over. Don't have any money, but make it work. That was in 2006, and we just completed it. And it's something that, to me, Silicaga can be proud of, and our veterans and their families can be proud of, because it's very, very nice. Those are big shoes to
0: fill, Steve. How it, do you it, how it do is, you do that?
1: <laughs> it's um, you know, my my thing, you know, people ask me, you know, about Jim and what I'm gonna do coming in and everything. The thing that I know about Jim is he lets us come up with ideas and he finds ways to make that work. And that's the best you could ever ask about a boss. You know, he lets you grow. He lets us make mistakes and learn from our mistakes, but he also like I can go to gym and, you know, at first I was like, hey, I think we need to do this flag football thing or something like that, or I need this piece of equipment. What do we got to do to make it work? And, you know, to me is, you know, my first big goals of getting into this job is going to be make sure that we have the right team in the right place, and then, like Jim's always done to us, support them in the best way that I can so everybody succeeds, you know, and... Um, Jim, you know, we, we've worked very, very close together for the last 12 years. And, you know, we, we've talked about some different projects some stuff that we want to see to come to fruition. And thankfully, I know where Jim lives. So, you know, just because <laughs> he retires on February whatever... <laughs> We're still going to be in deep conversations because we've been thinking about projects, you know, for the last 10, 12 years that we want to see come forward. And I want him to be a part of that and bring his experience and help us continue at the wreck in that direction.
0: You know, I, for those who may not know, and for those who do know, I'm from Mobile. I'm a transplant. I've been here for going on now six years. Hard to believe. But during that time, I've seen so many things grow and and come to fruition that you've been talking about. And it's been so encouraging to see that because I come from a bigger city and, you know, where it's it's a completely different landscape and feeling of what Parks and Recreation does. So to be able to see it kind of on the ground level and, and see and know you know kind of the 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 talkings between the between you I see you out on the street or at a a meeting or wherever it may be and hear about things and then they come to to light is really so encouraging and uh, it's definitely I know something that both of you are proud of to be able to be working together on so many things and that leads me to my next question I think both of you will probably have a similar answer to this why your interest in parks and recreation originally and how did you get to this point?
2: You know, I worked in textiles for 25 years and was in a position that I saw what was happening. So I was looking, I started looking. I mean, you know, I thought, well, I need to do something different. I want to do something that I can help people, whatever. And we had just hired a new director at the rec and he stayed three months and left he just it just didn't wasn't a good fit or whatever so they approached me about doing this and I thought well let me go let me pray about this and see and because you know being on the board of directors at Park and Rec and being the executive director is miles apart I mean you're there so it was you know I came in and it you know, there were some things that had to be done and it, you know, probably was not the most popular thing to do or whatever, but, you know, we did what we had to do to survive. And we've just, I feel like we've just, we've kept moving forward the whole time. So, I mean, I enjoy people, you know, I enjoy doing for others, you know, so that's what, to me, this is all about is making everybody else's life a little better.
0: Steve, what about you?
1: Um, playing sports growing up and um, having a child at early age and coaching sports all the way through he came up. That's what really got me interested on the recreational side. So when I came into this and decided I wanted to try to get on the board and was successful with that, and it was 99% recreational. And then, you know, people don't understand. They just see you at the game and, you know, they think you just hang out and watch sports all day and order uniforms and stuff. But you also end up taking care and learning how to manage facilities and stuff like that. And that's been a part of this job that I really, really enjoy. I mean, I've been to classes and certifications and all kind of stuff on, you know, not only turf but landscape and irrigation and stuff like that. So that's kind of led me over to the park side of it you know i want to you know like he said uh pinecrest park is something we should be very very proud of you know david deweese helped us design the landscape out there and everything and you know when you leave a part like that you start looking at your other parks and improvements and stuff that you can make there and that's going to be one of my first focuses you know we we've got hunter kane who's coming as our new athletic director and we have a lot of faith in hunter he's been one of the guys maintaining our parks and stuff in the past and he's also a high school official and a three sport athlete in high school so we think that's going to be a really good transition for him i'm going to help him on the administrative side that like we talked about this morning, you know, making sure your uniforms are ordered from the right place and bills are paid and, you know, umpires are scheduled and making schedules for games and stuff. So, you know, as far as why I got into Parks and Rec, it was mostly athletics, but as I got deeper and deeper into the job, the the maintenance and the park side, something that I really want to focus on now.
0: Yeah, I don't think a lot of people realize, you, and you just mentioned in that first part of your answer about how much really goes into, particularly the park or, or particularly the recreation side when it comes to maintaining fields and facilities and different things of that nature. Um, that is a whole different ball game, no pun intended. Um, we're talking with Executive Director Jim Armstrong and incoming Executive Director and current Athletic Director of the Silicaga uh, Parks and Recreation Department, Steve Masters. Guys, as we get closer to wrapping things up here, let's talk about the current state of Parks and Rec in general um, in terms of uh, the facilities and buildings and assets that you have. Of course, I know one thing that has been, of course, a topic of conversation is the pool. Talk about current, the current state, and then we will talk about the future of Parks and Rec.
1: You want to start with me? Uh, Okay. Jim's thinking over there, so I'll (laughs) jump into this. Um, Like we said, Sulacaga Parks and Rec is set up really different from most other parks and stuff in here. So it's like we manage facilities for the city of Sulacaga. That's basically our job. The city owns these facilities, and we make recommendations and stuff like that. But ultimately, the city is responsible for capital purchases and improvements to these facilities. So the ball's really out of our court right now you know we've made recommendations on what we feel about the pools down right now you know Verley Collins has a big roof issue going on over there so those facilities are closed and we've made recommendations and we're in constant contact with City Hall and some of the council people and you know hopefully we can all get together and make a final decision on are we going to fix slash improve these facilities you know recently the council has hired this uh outside company to come in and pretty much audit our current parking rec situation and make recommendations for the future. And I feel like once that gets started good and we can get that third outside party involved and they start making recommendations, we all come together and either decide we need to move forward with newer facilities or we need to back up and improve the facilities we have. So the ball's pretty much going to be in their court and you know we'll go along with what the city tells us to do
2: well, and regardless of what decision is made we've got to look at what is going to be best for the future we can't look at you know you can't look short term you've got to look and when we make a plan let's see what's going to happen five years what's going to happen 10 years what's going to happen what's going to be best i know one of my biggest i guess complaints and I, that's a bad word Is, you know, the facility that we're, our main facility, J. Craig, was built just really quick because the wreck that the city had burned all of a sudden. So they built it and they built a nice facility, but there was no thought process for the 30, 40 years it's been here. So there was no, I mean, things change. I mean, computers change, you know, on a day. we've got to look at what's going to be best what are kids going to be doing in 10 years what are adults going to be you're going to have your population is going to age what are we going to need to offer those so as we're looking at our facilities and we're looking at what we need to do will the facilities we have service the needs we're going to have on down the road and is it going to be fiscally responsible to improve our buildings or build new ones, you know, and sometimes the general population doesn't look like, you know, they don't look at it like that. They just want something. We want it now. Well, we've got to do, we got to do what's best for the city as a whole and what will benefit us when I'm not, what am I going to use when I'm 90, you know?
0: Yeah. I think that, you know, if there's one point to convey just objectively looking at this and of course being a journalist by heart and looking at, the players in this game is that there's a lot of moving parts there's not only you two being on it day to day but there's also the people that you're at at, kind of at at liberty you know to give you the money the funding and then also the outside perspective as well in terms of the uh, the 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 maintenance the architecture the design those visions that you had and then there's the people of course who are going to be using that so there's a lot of players in this game so uh, best of luck in, in all of those efforts, of course, moving forward. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back in just a few minutes, continuing our conversation with Jim Armstrong and Steve Masters from the Silicaga Silicaga Parks and Recreation Department coming up here on Behind the Headlines. Stay with us.
1: Doing some home remodeling or backyard projects? A home equity line of credit from Heritage South Credit Union can help you get that project done in no time with a low application fee, low rates and convenient access. Call 256 245 today to speak to an expert about Heritage South Credit Union's home equity line of credit. Heritage South Credit Union, your community credit union. NMLS number 712492, equal housing lender, federally insured by NCUA. Ever feel like you're missing from your own life just because you always have to run off to the bathroom? Those days are over. Be the star of your own life again, with BTL Mcella. To learn more about Mcella treatments and how they can help you, visit ChildersburgClinic.com.
0: Back to behind the headlines, we're continuing our conversation with Jim Armstrong and Steve Masters from the Silicaga Parks and Recreation Department. Before we let you go, Jim, I have a question for you. What would you like people to know about the Silicaga Parks and Recreation Department that people may not think about or or really wrap their mind around? I, I know Parks and Rec may they may think what I physically see, you know, just out and about the the park that I may go by or the kids playing on the ball field, but What's deeper than that? What do you want somebody to know as you exit as your term of executive director?
2: Well, one of our facilities that probably, and I've always said it's our diamond in the rough, is our Lake Howard facility. It's amazing the people in Silicon that don't realize it's there. We have a hundred and fifty plus or minus acre lake that has sports fishing that you can go out and you know we rent canoes and kayak. We also have a about a fifteen mile mountain biking hiking trail that people come from people outside our state and city know about it and we've got people here that don't know about it so i mean you know people need to utilize that they really do i mean because it's absolutely amazing
0: it really is it is it is a phenomenal phenomenal facility and just recently i guess within the past few years you we, we improvements some, have been made
2: we, we did some upgrades out there we all uh, replaced the piers we Replace the uh, boat slips. If you've got a boat, we can rent you a slip for so much a month. We added the uh, kayak and canoe launch. So you can just shoot off. Uh, we've added, we, and we continually add to our fleet of kayaks and canoes. We've even got some boats that we rent. That you, If you don't have a boat, you can go out and fish. So
0: I love it. That's exciting. Spring is around the corner. Perfect time to get out there on oh, the water yeah. for sure. Uh, Steve, where can people find out more about Silicaga Parks and Rec?
1: Um, we have a website. It's Um, Obviously, Facebook. I, I tell all of our people when they come and register their kids for sports, um... So, Lakaga rec sports on facebook and that is usually our quickest way to get information out if we have cancellations and stuff like that but with our new website we've actually got a few additional things be sure when you register your kids and stuff there's a spot down there to click for text alerts and it's just like the school's done recently in the past few days and stuff like that that way if we have a cancellation or if it's time to register for the next sport, the next year and stuff like that, we can shoot you messages from text. and we're not gonna sell your information. We're not gonna shoot you texts and stuff that you don't need. And um, just the informational purpose that away. And then, obviously, our phone number, 256-249-8561, and um, we have a receptionist there that can get you in the right direction.
0: Yeah, if you go to the website, silicaga.recdesk.com, as he said, silicaga.recdesk.com, you check it out, of course, and see all of the great facilities, programs, leagues, memberships. You can even see the uh, the weather, what it might be out on Lake Howard, of course, uh, when you go out there for... Uh, For that time. Gentlemen, thank you so much. Steve Masters, Jim Armstrong, really appreciate it. And Steve, on a personal note, it's been great being able to work with you in in so many different facets over the last uh, few years and best of luck to you in your retirement. Absolutely. And looking forward to working with you, Steve. Yes, sir. Absolutely. That does it for this episode of Behind the Headlines. Thank you so much for watching and listening wherever you may have been. If you've been listening on a podcast, Give us that five-star rating, please, if you may do so on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or iHeartRadio, and be sure to share it with your friends. Also, if you've been watching this on Facebook or silicoganews.com, shoot your friends the link as well to that. Until next time, I'm Michael Brandon. This has been Behind the Headlines.